say thank you for responding to the word of the Lord last night. Thank you for responding to the word of the Lord this morning. And Brother White said it well when he said, you know, last night we talked about joy, 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 joy. And then he come along and he said that uh, he is going to give us some of that child. And I told Brother Johnson some of that he used to call never leave that we put in our radiator in the week. And this kind of preaching that you just heard will heal the deal. It'll stop the leak. It'll put the joy in. Praise God. Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. And uh, in the 23rd Psalm where it said that he prepared a table before, that means, that word table there means a very wide variety. God has a variety. And uh, I... I appreciated so very much that good word of the Lord. And uh, I thank God that I got to be here last night and this morning and tonight. But I got to go home in the morning uh, because Brother Young, one of our branch works, has had an anniversary service. But you got Brother Godair and others coming. My, 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 how good it would be to stay here and hear all this good word of the Lord. It really will. I want to thank Brother and Sister uh, Johnson for their hospitality in this church, your apostolic hospitality. God bless you. You folks have got a good thing going here. And uh, you need to get into it with all of your heart. And you need to get behind this man of God as you go into this building program. Uh, you need God. God needs you for this special time. And it's time for this church to rise up and to build. And God is going to work some miracles for you. Let me say this. To you, Brother Johnson, I, I know how you feel going into this building program. And the money, the cost, and only God knows where to end and whatever and so forth and so on. But let me tell you something. In your mind, you're trying to build it in a day. And you're trying to get it all together in a day. But let me tell you something. You take it one day at a time. And as you need miracles, they will happen along the way. Praise God. But we, being human beings, we want to see it all right now. But I'm telling Brother Johnson in this church, as you need miracles, God is going to perform them along the way. There was no need for God to roll back the Red Sea until Moses got there. You're not there yet, but when you get there, God's got a miracle. Praise God. That is a word from the Lord. Praise Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Good to see these other uh, ministers come in. God bless you. Good to see Brother Ron Garrett from our church. Praise God. Glory to God. That's right. You see, Glendale is a branch work of Fresno. We count that in our Sunday school. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Praise God. You may be seated. The reason I'm letting you be seated is because I don't have a text. And some of you are saying, oh, how good. And pretty soon you're going to be saying, oh, how long. Praise God. Glory to God. I don't have a text, but I do have something uh, in uh, my heart. And uh, this is a total opposite of the way that Brother White went. But I'm not a bit nervous. It will work. Praise God. And like like the book teaches us, we need a very wide variety. You, you, what you just heard, that is so needy and so needy. Praise God. That's right. Uh, my uh, message starts 
right now. The reason I said that is because I don't have a text to read, and you won't know when I start. <laughs> so I have started. In the city that I live in, Fresno, California, and I have been there 26 years. My, my, how time has flown. And uh, it was something how I went to that city. I didn't have a vision, a dream, a burden, or a preconceived idea or feeling that I was going to Fresno. You know, some people have a, a burden or a dream or a vision. God deals with them. God didn't deal with me. God didn't tell me. He really didn't. I just went there in, in October of 1972 and, and started the revival. Brother Lane had been there for 19 and a half years and there was no problem. And, and he didn't have to leave. And he'd been there 19 and a half years. I went there and started a revival and have a dream, a vision, a burden, an idea. And while I was there, another church called for him and he felt it to be the will of God and he went there and I stayed in prayer. I ain't never closed that revival. Never closed it. And you... And what some folks don't know, they never did vote me in for pastor. I'm still just full-time evangelist. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. They did. Praise God. But that's the way. That was quick, and that was easy, and that was simple. I wish all of life was that quick, that easy, and that simple. But I'm here to tell you it's not. And I'm going to tell you why it was that quick, that easy, and that simple that time. is because I had begged God every major decision. Now, I'm preaching. Every major decision that I had made up to that time in life nearly had been a major deal. And so I thought, God, I don't want no more major deals. And I said, God, for five years I prayed, God, the next time a major deal comes, just let it be. Please, God, please, God. I would say you have not because you have. Now, I don't know how it will be next time, but God granted that request. Now, just because he done it for me doesn't mean he's going to do it for me again. Just because he's done for me doesn't mean he's going to do it for you. But I sure appreciate that. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, yeah. But uh, in the city where I pastor, there is a man, and his name is Howard Abel. He's not saved. He is just a few months older than me. In fact, he's just turned 60, and I'm 59. Uh, I have known this man for 20-something years. He is a black man, and I really like him. I really enjoy uh, talking to him. In fact, I've got three friends in that city. Two of them are black men, and they're not safe, but uh, uh, I really enjoy listening to them talk. I've got one friend. Uh, he is, uh, his name's James. He's pushing 70 years old, and he's a black man, and he is so interested. James, you need to get to a talk show and just talk. In fact, I just talked to him the other day. I, I, I said, James, I want you to come to our school, and I want you to just talk to the kids. And I realize he's a center man. don't get to have the whole book, but he's coming to our school, and he was a prisoner of war for three and a half years in Korea. And what, he's got interesting things to tell. The other day I was talking to him. He just, he, you know, he just gets me out of the world that I'm in a lot of the time, and, and uh, I need to get out of it sometimes. And, and the other day he's talking you know, I told him one day, I said, I said, James, if you ever die, you let me know. I want to come to your funeral. He said, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so the other day he said, you know, he said, there's folks always looking for the end of the rainbow. He said, they're always looking for the end of the rainbow. He said, they think there's a pot of gold at the, at the, at the end of that rainbow. But he said, you know, you know, he said, I know what's at the end of the rainbow. He said, 
It's Belmont Cemetery. He said, all these folks out here think they're going to be a part of the gold. He said, it's Belmont. He said, one of these days I'm going to die and they're going to dig a hole and put me in Belmont Cemetery and they're going to mound some dirt up over me. And he said, one day it's going to rain and said, that dirt's going to sink and that's all I'm going to leave in life. That's about the way life is. Thank God we got the Holy Ghost baptizing. That's all that's going to really count. But, but, but Howard, one day I was talking to Howard Avery, and Howard Avery owns a car wash. It's a, it's a, it's a hand car wash. Hand car wash. And I, 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 it doesn't bother me to say it's probably the best car wash in America. I'm telling you. It's a hand. I mean, everything by hand. And he has uh, a tremendous uh, business. And uh, uh, our church has an account that we take our vans and stuff. They won't even write it down. They won't even charge us nothing. I have to go get the book and write it in the book. If I don't put it in the book, they won't charge. And some of you say, boy, I wouldn't put it in the book. No, I ain't going to take advantage of that man. I'm trying to win him to God. That's right. But he still won't charge me as much as he charges everybody else. So anyway, anyway, here a while back, I was talking to Howard. And uh, he said, now, uh, oh, a couple of years ago, so he turned the business over to his son, Gary. And Gary's 37 years old, and he's really a good guy, and he's a hard worker. He really is. He turned the business over. But I noticed in these last couple of years, the business has not grown like it used to. And uh, uh, it's the same custom sports going. And so the other day I was talking to Howard. Howard said, you know, Brother Morton, he said, I want you to talk to Gary. He said, he said, you know, I I saw you when you come to this town 20-something years ago. And he said, you took that church down there and said, now y'all got a church in Clovis and a church in Belmont and a church in Westside and now a church out by Highway. And he said, it's grown. And he said, I turned this church over, this church. <laughs> it's the cussiest church I ever heard. But anyway, he said, I, <laughs> I church. He said, I turned this car wash over to Garrett. And he said, it ain't growing. And uh, he said, now let me tell you something. And he got the door. You think he's known as a priest, but he ain't. i tell you one reason he liked me, because he got in trouble one time, and I wrote the judge, and the judge didn't put him in jail. And uh, that's why he washes my car for nothing if it needs to be. <laughs> and uh, in fact, when I met him, he was, he, was, he was living with a woman, and he wouldn't marry to her. And after he met me, he got into such conviction, he married her. But I wouldn't marry him. But I ain't got time to explain that, but uh, there's more to that story, too. But he said, Brother Morton, he said, I want you to talk to you. He said, you know, in life, he said, in life, Brother Morton, he said, you are one of three things. He said, you're either a climber, a camper, or a quitter. And he said, you know, I turned this car wash over to Gary. He said, I'm going to tell you about Gary. He said, Gary is not a climber. And he said, Gary is not a quitter. And I thought, boy, he's right. And he said, but Derek is a camper. I turned this over to him a couple of years ago. And he hadn't climbed and hadn't quit because he's a hard worker. Look at him out there. But he said, he is a camper. He has just sat here and camped here. And we got the same customers coming like you. You've been coming 20-something years. He said, look at all these old folks that's coming. Well, yeah. He said, we need some young folks. We need another generation coming on. He said, Brother Morton, in life, either you're a climber, a camper, or a quitter. And he said, Terry is a camper, and I want you to talk to him about climbing instead of just camping, because we know he's not a quitter. 
And so that's what I want to talk to us today about. You've got to make up your mind today if you're going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter. Let's raise our hands and worship God. Oh, let's love the Lord. Glory to God. 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 Itabo and I went away from there, and I got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking about that. And when I come over here, I'm thinking about that, see? And I'm going to tell you something. That spirit has got to get on us if we're going to make it. We've got to make up our mind. I'm telling you, I'm charging you right now. I'm calling your attention to the fact that you're going to be one of three things in life. You're going to be a climber, or you're going to be a camper, or you're going to be a quitter. Now make up your mind this morning. It's just like my daddy used to talk to me. He said, boy, you better get your mind made up. That's right. He didn't give me an, uh, a second chance. He didn't give me another. Well, you go think about it and, and come back and tell No, he said, you make up your mind right now if you're going to mind or not. I made up my mind. I'm going to mind right now. I'm telling you, God wants you to make your mind up. I'm telling you. The reason that you're just stumbling around and you're in and out and you're up and down. The reason that you sing in the choir while then you quit. And you'll get on the bus ministry and quit. Or you'll teach Sunday school and you'll quit. Because you ain't made your mind up. The reason you, you ain't got no joy and the reason you're not really happy with yourself is you ain't made your mind up. Slowly. Yeah. Got to get a, have a made up mind. A climber is one. The dictionary just simply says one who climbs. Yeah. One who climbs. Then it goes on to say or help. Others in climbing. And you know, I found out folks as climbers help others climb. Yeah, they help others climb. Uh, and then and then a camper. Uh, they don't climb and they don't quit. There's, they make no progress. They don't climb. They don't quit. They just camp. And a quitter is one that quits. Well, that's profound, huh? One that gives up easily, the dictionary says. They are a defeatist. Everybody's got a spirit. Everybody's got an attitude. Everybody's got a philosophy. Some folks, uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why some churches don't grow. It's be, because I believe of a preacher's philosophy. I've had this message on my mind a long time. Uh, I mean, this word, this about this. I'm getting it together. It's, I've been working on this. So one of these days somewhere I'm going to preach on. Uh, boy, if I tell it here, these guys will preach it. I ain't telling it. That's the end of that. It's, I just about messed up right there. I'm telling you, Ron Garrett, Philip White, and Brother Godard, preach it all over. No, 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 just, yeah, just hold down. I, I can't wait to get home and preach what Brother White preached this morning. <laughs> so we'll just skip that. I like that song that says, Get your mind on Jesus. We're going to have a good time. Hey, get your mind off of lunch. You better get your mind on supper because I'm going to preach to the cows come home. <laughs> Get your mind off lunch. Get your mind on Jesus. Glory to God, boy. But when I, I hate to get right in the middle of preaching and get to thinking about turnip greens and cornbread. It makes me want to quit early. Glory. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. But right now, I got my mind on climbing. I ain't got my mind on camping. I ain't got my mind on quitting. It's climbing. Oh, yeah. 
You know, we don't live far from Yosemite National Park, and just and, and, and now you can be there. And a little over now, you can be down in Yosemite Valley. You go down Yosemite Valley, and you look up the side of them gigantic rocks and mountains, half dome, all that, whatever, glacier pond. And boy, sometimes you go there, and it's unbelievable. You can sit down there, it's best to take them, them, what do you call them, binoculars. And there's folks, you can't believe it. I'm talking about a wall just like this that's nothing but rock. It goes up hundreds and hundreds of them, and they climb right straight up that thing. Now, brother, that's a climb. They sleep up there. They sleep up there. They do. You can watch them, and, and they'll hang up there on the side of that thing and fix their hammock and, and sleep up there, and they start climbing on the next day. Oh. Yeah, it, it, it's really something. They climb. And, and uh, we have our youth camp. Brother, in our area right there, we have a youth camp for years. In fact, I think this is our 20th year. We at a place called Donkey Rock. Well, that's not the real name, but uh, that's, that's the Christian name. Go learn what that means. And the reason they call it Donkey Rock is, and uh, the reason they call Donkey Donkey Rock is because it's a great big mountain, great big rock. Years ago, the miners used to come up there and mine for gold, and they would turn their animals loose. Uh, the donkeys loose uh, when they got there, and they'd all graze in that pasture and, and so forth and so on. And then when winter started coming in, they'd go back and they'd find all of their donkeys there at the foot of that rock. So they got to call it Donkey Rock. That's the Christian version for it. Well, a Jack Rock, but anyway, it's Jack Rock. And uh, brother, brother Jared, have you ever been up to Donkey Rock? See, we started going up there after he left. We got rid of the donkey, and I mean, uh, no, <laughs> I mean, no, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's man land. I, I'm telling you, it's something else. You, you talk about experiences and people getting the Holy Ghost. and, and, and uh, In fact, my assistant pastor, his wife got the Holy Ghost there. His son got the Holy Ghost there. And his other son got the Holy Ghost. All this tempted when they did. And, and, and it, it's something I, I, I won't go off preaching. I'm telling you what, that's on my calendar. That's part of my, my the bears come right into our town. I could tell you stories that you wouldn't believe. But there's Donkey Rock. And, and, and at age 50, I climbed Donkey Rock. And, uh, boy, it's a climb. I stood right on the top. We should need a helicopter. Well, anyway, I stood right on, I mean, it's, it's a deal. They've asked me, why haven't you climbed it since? I said, oh, I've been there, done that. <laughs> but I, I really do have it in my mind at age 70. I'll probably do it again. Yeah, I may go up there and stay, too. But, but, but you know, been there, done that. And uh, I want to say something right here, right now. You will never, everybody say never. You will never, everybody say never. Are you getting the point? You will never get out of that hole that you're in. You don't learn to climb. You say, I ain't in no hole. Well, you're going to get in one. You say, don't be so negative. No, that ain't negative. I'm telling you there's some holes in life. I'm telling you there's some dark spots in life. I'm telling you, there's going to be some places to climb. It ain't all downhill. There's going to be some climbing. And you've got to make up your mind. Are you going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter? The Bible said that we are to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Some folks are not growing. They just come in and get the Holy Ghost and camp out right there. They're not known as a climber. They're not known as a quitter. They just camp out. I don't want to be just a camper. And I sure don't want to be a quitter, but I want to be a climber. You won't 
get out by camping or quit. You've got to climb. There's been some places I'd still be there if I hadn't climbed out. In fact, this morning when I was writing some notes down, I thought, I remember when I was 27 years old, brother, I was at the bottom of a deep, dark a hole, and I'd still be there today if I hadn't made up my mind by the grace of God. You hear what I said? By the grace of God, by the, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. But when I was, I made up my mind, I've got to get out of this place. I've got to get out. And I be, you see my knees, my skin knees, you know how I got them? I got them by climbing out of a dark hole. I am telling you that the place that you're in right now, you're not going to get out if you don't worship your way out and pray your way out and fast your way out and thank your way out and call your way out and call your way out. Glory to God. Now, you may, not need this, you may not need this message today, but you better get a take because there's going to be a day when you're going to need to hear this song again. And you're going to wake up someone and say, mm, this must be what the preacher was talking about. Life can be like the six-year-old boy that quit school. Six years old quit school. That's what some boys want to do. He went to get on the bus, but in a few moments, he came back. His mother said, Jason, why are you back on the bus? It went by. You were supposed to catch the bus. He said, Mama... I quit. That sounds like Brother Johnson when he's six years old. He said, I quit. And she said, why? He said, because I got to thinking about school. He said, it's too long, it's too hard, and it's too boring. And his mother said to him, Jason, you have just described what life is all about. It's too long, it's too hard, and it's too boring. He, she said, now, now go get on the bus. And that's the way life it's going to be for some folks. It's too long. It's too hard. It's too boring. If we don't learn to climb. You know, you ever heard that song, Brother uh, Garrett, up in, 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 in Canada? Say, get on the bus. Got to hear that. That's another one of Abalone's bookstore. Dude. Get on the bus. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you, if you don't learn to climb, that's why life is so boring to some of you. You haven't learned to climb. I mean, when you begin to climb out, it gets exciting. You can look back. Life is like a grindstone. It'll grind you down or polish you up. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, this all happened to me in one day. In one day. One day. All in one day. In fact, uh, I call it the three P's. I have never, I have never had a toothache in my life. It's like Brother Johnson. Brother Johnson's got a toothache. He won't let me pull. I remember my grandpa. Well, I got that tooth pulled. My grandpa. My grandpa, my grandpa, he had a tooth one day that needed to be pulled. It wouldn't loose, brother. And I remember my daddy getting a plow, and I remember my grandpa sitting down in the chair. Now, let me explain this. Grandpa wasn't a Christian. So grandpa, before he sold his head back, he did take a nip of some of that stuff, that fire water. He sold his head back. My daddy got right over him. This is a true story. And he got a hold of that tooth of them flowers, and I was standing there in the doorway looking when he pulled He pulled it, and it when he pulled it out, there was a suction. When he pulled it out, it went, you could hear it. Grandpa just went and got another drain. Have on climbing. <laughs> Every once in a while, you're going to have to throw your head back and get your tooth pulled in life. So come on, right now. We're going to... Man, I ain't looked in the horse's mouth in a long time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't tell me Pentecost ain't fun. But in one day, let me tell you what happened. I had a toothache. I went to the dentist, and I said, uh, he said, this got to be fixed. 
and, and, and he said, but we got to get it better before we can fix it. I said, well, i got to go to San Diego. i got to be in church down there uh, fighting. He said, you can't go to San Diego. I said, i got to go. i got to keep an appointment. i uh, I got to go down to Brother Berkman's. He said, no. Man, he said, is somebody going with you? I said, yeah. He said, well, okay. But he said, I am telling you this. He said, preacher, when you go over the grapevine, your tooth can explode. Did you hear what I said? And I said, well, okay. But I'm going to tell you what he didn't know. He found out, though. Before I ever got there, that tooth exploded. Oh, I never got there. Oh, oh, my tooth was my tooth. Okay, that same day, oh, a lot can happen in a day. That same day, I talked to three teeth. I thought, well, my tooth's hurting, but i got to get my pickup watch. You know, and so I, I, I didn't have enough sense. Why didn't I just go home and go to bed? But things got to be done. And so I was on my way to the car wash, and I got there, and they watched my pickup, and they come over, and they said, Brother Morton, you got a flat tire. Oh, no. Oh, no. My tooth, now my tire. And I said, well, I got some of that flat sticky stuff put in there. They put that flat sticky stuff in there, and they just squirted it out. And I said, well, down here where I get my tires as far as stone, I said, I'll just drive down there. I didn't care if they flipped and flopped all the way. And I drove on down there, and I said, I've got to have a new tire. And I got 17-inch. Uh, rims on that pickup, and so I had to get a, a hundred and fifty dollar tire. Oh, oh, they got the tire fixed. So now I'm on my way home. I thought, well, yeah, it was just like I'm doing. I said, I got to get, I got to get some gas, and so I pulled into the gas station. You don't get any gas at the station, ain't wrong. I just pulled in there and got the gas and got my pickup. Pulled around, I was right in my right, everything going just right. Got this new pickup. And, and a woman, she's sitting here, a woman, a woman. She's sitting here, and she's done got her gas. And about the time I was going around this way, in my right, for I was right. I mean, she fired up, and she didn't look over her shoulder to see me coming. And she just, right in the crash. My tooth, a tire, my truck. I'm telling you the truth. I got out, and she got out. I, I'm, I'm not, she just go, oh, 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 you, you, you ran into me. I said, no, ma'am, you ran into me. Oh, no, 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 you, you got too close to me before I ran into you. And she said, oh, I'm just about to have a breakdown. She said, I'm not used to this. I'm just, I'm just, oh. she was just going like this. I said, and another guy come over there, and we was trying to calm down. Everything's going to be all right. You're not hurt. I'm not hurt. You got injured? Yeah. Oh, I got injured. Oh, no, 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 I can't, I, I can't, I, I'm just not used to this. I started to say to her, lady. I'm used to this. I do this for a living. I run into people every day. There ain't nothing to it. Besides that, I just blow the tire. My tooth hurts, and a woman run into me. I was about to cry. Well, there's three things that you want to watch out for in life, boys, and that's electricity. Electricity will hurt you. Snakes, watch out for them. They'll bite you. And there ain't nothing like a mean woman. And you boys ain't listening. Well, anyway, you know what? After, but you know how I got out of that? I climbed that. Yeah. Only one way out. If you're going to make progress in life, you've got to climb. You've got to climb it. It reminds me of a little story that I happen to have with me. And I'll read it to you because it, it goes better when I read it. Life is like a kid trying to watch a circus parade through a knot hole in a fence. You ever looked through a knot hole in a fence? And said, uh, you know, this little boy, his, his, his mama wouldn't let him go to the circus parade. And he won't go to the circus parade. Because he's afraid to get the elephants and the lions and the monkeys and the, and the baboons and the things and all whatever it is. And, and he won't go. She said he couldn't go. But he happened to think, boy, that street goes right down the back of my house. She won't let me look over the fence. I, I know where there's a knot hole. I'll peek through that knot hole. And so uh, he got to, uh, when, you, when you look through a knot hole, you can 
only see what's right in front of you. And he was looking through that knothole. And then the story goes on. Sometimes we get something fixed in our mind that we really want to see. Are you following me? We get something fixed in our mind that we really want to see. Like maybe this little boy said, the lions. I want to see the lions. I want to see the lions. I want to see the lions. And if we're not careful, we won't enjoy the other acts like the clowns and the monkeys because we're so impatient we want to see the lions. We just look at you and all, you know, instead of enjoying everything else, I want to see the lions. I don't see them. I want to see the lions. We got to remember that everything is arranged in a certain order in our life because all things work together for good to them that love God. They're, set, they're arranged in a certain order for a purpose. Some things can't go uh, right in after the other. Like the lions and the monkeys, they can't keep them together. But see, we want to line everything up just like we want. We want to see the lions. And, uh, and some acts are to get us ready for something else in life. But I won't see the lions. We need to have faith that the lions are there and they're coming. In our parade, they're coming. But we, we just can't see them yet. That promise is going to be fulfilled. Whatever it is, uh, that we really want and dream for in life. It will come in its time. In the meantime, let's enjoy what's right in front of us. <laughs> there's the monkeys. Ooh, there's the elephant. Right now, I don't know if you see the monkey or the elephant or a clown or, or a baboon or a goose, but enjoy it. But you can't enjoy right now. Now, right now, if I stop and think, I could ruin this moment. Oh, yes, I could. I could get to thinking about things at home and some things that's piled on my desk and some things that's got to be taken. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to watch the monkeys. I'm going to watch the monkeys. Right now, the monkeys in Colorado Springs going by. Brother Johnson, get your mind off that building program. Enjoy the monkeys right now. you got to sue here, man. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't be so full of anxiety and worry that you don't enjoy what's passing by you right now. Remember, each day is a day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Romans 8 and 25 says, But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. I'm just waiting for it. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. There's a difference in waiting patiently and in just waiting for the Lord. So, you know, we can only see life one day at a time. We, we, we're, we're looking through an hole. It's too bad that we can't, uh, you know, get himself up on the fence and see a hole. No, it is. God knows what he's doing. If I could chin myself up on the fence and hang on the fence and say, this is my... Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't, you know, if I was chinning myself on the fence and looking, I'd have seen that, that tooth, that tire, and that truck wreck. And I said, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It had got me down, but I couldn't see it. Let's enjoy the moment. Hey, 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 let's enjoy the journey. Hey, are you a climber, a camper, or a quitter? In the book of Job, book of Job, book of Job, in the book of Job, where's the book of Job? Here we are. And don't take time to look it up. Believe me, it's in there. Job 1 and 1. Job 1 and 1 said there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. It said that man was perfect and 
upright and one that feared God in his And Then in Job 1 and 6, he said, there was a day. In Job 1 and 13, it said, there was a day. In Job 2 and 1, it said, there was a day. You know, just like that day that I had with the tooth, the tire, and the truck, there was a day. And if you read that, you'll find out after every one of those, there was a day. Really, it wasn't good. Then Job 1 and 14 said, and uh, there came a messenger unto Job. When I see people coming sometimes, I think I wonder if they bear good news or bad news. Said there was a messenger that came unto Job, and Job uh, one and sixteen said, while he was yet speaking, there came another. I mean that one brought a bad message. And then it said, while he was speaking, it said there came another. And then in Job one and seventeen said, while he was yet speaking, there came another. And sometimes you get up and you say, my goodness, is this going to quit? Oh Lord, I hate them kind of days, but that's part of the journey. Job one and eighteen said, while he was yet speaking, there came also another. Lord have mercy. You know, I just throw in a little message here uh, I happen to think of. Now, uh, I don't want to offend nobody, but I'm, I'm going to speak this for just a second. It's, um, this is good for you pastors to go home and preach, but you've got to be mad when you preach it. You can't preach this and be glad. You can't preach this and be in a good mood. You've got to get in, in a Holy Ghost mad mood. There's a difference between a man being mad and in a bad mood and the Holy Ghost being mad. The Holy Ghost don't get in a bad mood. Well, anyway, 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 I got, one time. It, let me tell you, every church is the same. It's the same everywhere. You look over here, it's when you look at that and, and you say, oh my, that's straight over there and everybody's right over there and you see this choir and you say, hey, it's the same everywhere. Everybody, it don't make no difference with that. They rip the hose, uh, rip their preaching jet runners in the hose. I guess. Lord, have mercy. I'll be all over Pentecost. Somebody's going to make a phone call right now. But anyway, anyway, oh, I was upset. I was upset. I was upset. Woo! And this is what I preached one Sunday. The Bible said in Job 1 and 14, it said, The oxen were plowed and the asses were feeding beside us. Well, the oxen were. I said, I want you to make up your mind in this church. Are you an ox or an ass? That's right. And every church has got them. There's some oxes here, but there's some asses here. You're a donkey. You're a jack. You like to come here and worship and talk in tongues and, and just graze off this grass? Why don't you get under this show? Help pull this building program. Help pull this. Come on. We got a hill to climb. Hey, we got a hill to climb around here. We got a building to build. Praise God. Yeah. Brother Johnson's down here and waiting his hands. I ain't thinking that you are. If you ain't thinking about that, you got your mind on that too. Now, Brother Job, it was bad. It was bad business. Now, Job, we're going to ask you a question. Job, woohoo! are you going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter? The Bible said this. Oh, his, his children even got killed. It said, it said, then Job arose, rent his mantle. He began to tear things up. Shaved his head. Boy, he's in bad shape. And fell down upon the ground. Now, he could have fell down on the ground and just laid there and said, I quit. Or he could have said, I'll just camp here. But he fell down upon the ground and the Bible said, and worship. He was down, he was on the bottom, but he said, I'm getting ready to climb this mountain. Oh, yeah. And the Bible, and this is what he said. He said, naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. He said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all of this, Job sinned not, neither charged God. Foolish say. And then the Bible said, and there was a day. It got worse. He got smoked with boils. 
from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. But the Bible says he holdeth fast his integrity. Finally, he's not just laying on the ground. He is setting in ashes with a broken piece of pottery. And he is scraping his boards from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Yeah. And his wife was screaming in his ear. Saying, why don't you curse God that down a screaming woman? Well, I'm going to tell you what's worse than a screaming woman is a grouchy old man. Or a grouchy young man's worse than a grouchy old man. This is be good to your wife today. Well, that didn't go very good. I'm getting off that. But, but there he is. Now, Job is. Now, that's in chapter 1 and chapter 2. Forty-two chapters later. You hear what I said? Did you know it's a long way from chapter 1 to chapter 42? Now, we can just flip over and read the back of the book, and we know how it turned out. Job didn't know how it was going to turn out. But one thing he did know, I'm going to climb out of it. I'm climbing out. If you're going to get out of the hole that you're in, you've got to get a climbing spirit. And the Bible said this, and the Lord, oh, I like that, and the Lord turned the captive of Job when he prayed. He turned his enemy. God done it. God said, that's enough. Devil, get off his back. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna bless him. I'm gonna bless. You know what, Colorado Springs? God's wrapping you up a great big old brand new church package right now. Oh yeah. And the Bible said so. The Lord blessed the latter end of Job's uh, life more than his beginning. The last chapter tells me he got up. He climbed up. He didn't quit. He didn't cap. But some folks will just cap. I don't have to go into the story of David and how that David, you know, well, maybe I will. Uh, you know, David came home. Uh, the Bible said David and his men came to the city. Behold, it was burned with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices. And the Bible said they wept until they had no more power to weep. And, and, and the people spake of stoning David. And the Bible said he was greatly distressed. Hey, Brother David, you're going to get to show us if you're a climber, a camper, or a quitter. You know what? I don't care. We put tags on everybody. Everybody that I pastor, i got a tag on. That's right. That's a camper. That's a camper. That's a quitter. That's a climber. That's a climber. That's a camper. That's a quitter. That's a climber. Nobody's got You've got a tag on. And you say, well, I'm fixing to change my name. All right, get to climbing. You can change your name. You're so lifeless, you'll just lay there. Well, I don't get on that. It says David encouraged himself in the Lord. He what are you doing now then? I'm climbing out. The Bible said David inquired of the Lord, but he began to seek God. I don't like this. Hold on in. And the Bible said, and, and David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken away from him or carried away. The Bible said he recovered. I'm telling you, friend, you can recover from the shape you've got yourself in. I'm here to give you hope this morning. Glory to God. I have watched. In the church that I pastor, and I know these other preachers have too, as some people camp, quit, and climb. Yeah, that one quit, that one quit, that one camp. I don't know, something happened to them three years ago, and they just ain't making no progress. If you're here today and you don't feel like you're making any progress, the way you make progress, you ain't going to make progress laying there like a big old whatever it is. You've got to get up and sit on your cedar in for just a minute. But don't stay there. And you've got to put this foot and this foot, and you've got to stand up. And you don't just stand there. You, you, you begin to walk. You're making progress. You're climbing. You can do it if you will, but you've got to have a will. Hey, what are you going to do when you get down and you're out and you're depressed? What are you going to do? You're going to quit? You're going to camp? Or are you going to climb? Huh? What are you going to do when you're rebuked by the pastor? You're going to quit? You're going to camp? Or are you going to climb? 
Oh, the Apostle Paul was a climber. You can read over there in, in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 11 and verse 24. He talked about being beaten, being stoned, being shipwrecked, being in prison, being beat up, being a false, among false brothers. But you know what? Paul was a climber. If anybody had a reason to quit, he did. I remember one day Howard Avery, the fellow that told me about this climbing, uh, camping and quitting. It was another day. He said, you know, Brother Boyd, he said... Yard by yard, anything. He said, but I figured it out. Inch by inch, anything. There's too many folks trying to take it a yard at a time. You know, folks, let's just take it a step at a time. Hey, you can get out of that hole an inch at a time if you will. One day, I asked Brother I.H. Terry, who was 85 at the time, and that was in October of 1997. I asked him, I said, uh, Brother Terry, what do you do? To live as long as you have. What have you done to live this long? He said, be happy. And I was waiting for him to tell me something. And that's all he said. Just be happy. Hey, that's enough. We wait for these. Oh, I, I just thought of something I won't talk about. You know what? This business of these. Now, here we go. I wish I wouldn't like I am sometimes. <laughs> you know what? Somebody set me down one day. And they, well, they didn't set me down. They, they, they call me and give me a talking to. Brother Morton, you preach all right and said it's good. And everybody gets in time. He said, but all once right in the middle of something, inspiration. You can just go off on a jag and whop, boom, bang, crash, whop, and then you come right back to where he was and just go on. He said, you'd be better if you quit that. Well, I'm going to do it one more time. I, you see, I think the time to do it is when you got everybody going, you know. The time, the time to, the time to, you know, when we just sitting there, we're just talking everything, that's time to whack him. Yeah, I done got him. Now I'm going on. <laughs> yeah. I got him. Oh, yeah. Maybe he needs it again. You know what you remind me of, son? I had a friend who had a daddy, and his daddy had a broke nose. It was bad business. You know why? Because his daddy got in a fight. And he, and he stopped the guy and said, wait just a minute. They went fighting. He said, I got this sweatshirt on. He said, let me pull this sweatshirt off and we'll finish this. This guy said, well, okay, go ahead and pull the sweatshirt. He jerked that sweatshirt and he got it right up over his head. That other guy went, wow, always keep your dukes up. Don't trust a preacher. What's the matter with you? Hey, are you a timer, a temper, or a quitter? Make your mind up. But anyway, back to that jag. One more time, just one more time. Hey, I'm going to say, this stuff that's coming into Pentecost, I believe in schools, we have schools. we got Fresno State and City College, and people go there, and I encourage them. That is, some of them, some of them I don't, because some of them don't need to be there. And, and it ain't nothing wrong with getting a degree and all that, but don't let your degree get you. Yeah, don't let your degree get you. And there's, we're, 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 we're turning out some educated fools in Pentecost. Now, I am telling you what. And there's some folks saying, well, uh, you know, my preacher, I need to, I need to get somebody that's got, a, that's got a degree in counseling to counsel with me. This is a bunch of junk, brother. Listen, I know somebody that spent $100 an hour and backslidden lost out with God because they had to have somebody with a degree. That's a, that's a bunch of baloney. Let me tell you something. You ain't going to get nothing no better than you get right here at this pulpit from your pastor. You hear me? Hey, you don't even know it right now. I, I am psychoanalyzing you right now. This is God's therapy. This is God's psychiatry. This is the way God planned it. Through preaching and the Word of God and the Spirit of God. 
And, and some would look at Brother Terry and say, oh, that old country preacher, that old boy from West Texas. He, no, let me tell you, he has, he, I said, what do you do to live long? He said, be happy. But see, if, if he had a degree in psychology and it was Professor I. Terry and uh, you paid him $100 an hour, you would believe that. Oh, the professor told me to be happy. But the old apostolic preacher comes along. How do you live that long? Be happy. Oh, I, I don't believe that. Well, go and be sad, you sack. Okay, I'm off my jag now. Hey, but I'm going to tell you, this, this psychology stuff and psychiatry stuff that's coming into Pentecost, I'm telling you what, God's against it and I'm against it. And I get in some places and I preach like this, I don't like their spirit. They don't like mine and I don't like them. So I just said, step on out in the street of Dodge. We'll have a shootout. I'll take the apostolic way. I'll take the Acts 238 way. Glory to God. Praise God. Glory to God. It's good to see Sister Judy Baldrick back there. Used to be Judy Christian years ago. She was in the first revival I ever preached when I went 39 years ago. Now you can figure out how old she is. But it's good to see her here living for God and serving the Lord. It really is. You know how she got here 39 years later? Climbing. Climbing. Praise God. I think folks that stayed in the way and hadn't gotten the way, they ought to be recognized. And Brother Terry said, and he went on to say something. I'm quitting. Don't worry. We're going to climb out of this. Oh, yeah. Because Brother Goddard, I just have to look at him. He's going to go get a big bunch of greens and cornbread. <laughs> and, and Brother, you know, this is a good word of wisdom, Brother Terry. Amy. He said, he said, Brother Morton, he said, if you get mad, and I do, at everything that you feel like getting mad at, if you get mad at everything that you feel like getting mad at, he said, you will stay mad all of the time. If you want to live long, he said, don't get mad at everything you feel like getting mad at. He said, be happy. Does that make sense? Woo. Be happy. Hey, I, you know, sometimes we say, I'm a happy camper. No, I'm a happy climber. Let's stand and lift our hands and worship the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's worship the Lord. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Now let me just drop a little, another little, and I, I'm finishing. In Acts 26 and 2, Brother Paul said, I'm sort of taking this out of, but I ain't got time to explain. He was standing before the king, and the apostle Paul said, I think myself happy. I just got through preaching this at home. I think. Myself happy. Let me tell you, sometimes you've got to think yourself happy. You've got to think your. Bible said, think on these things. Here the other day, I, 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 boy, I had a lot on my mind. I was walking down the hall of the churches during the day, and I, I was going just like this, walking down that hall, going over to school. I was, I was holding my head, and I met Rodney Garrett, Brother Ron Garrett's uh, nephew, and he's about that big. And I went down through there, and, and all at once, he, he was sort of there in the shadows in that hall. I looked up, and I said, hi, Rodney. He said, how you doing, Brother Morton? It's fine. I, I said, now, Rodney, the reason I'm doing I'm just, I'm just thinking, okay? I'm just thinking. I got a lot of my, I'm just thinking. And I took a few more steps. He said, well, Brother Morton, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> some people, if they had a thought in their head, would hurt them down. And that's the reason some of you are in a hole. It's because you ain't thinking. You need to think yourself happy. You need to think yourself out of it. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap right now. Oh, 
God, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, let's worship Him. 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 Come on, praise the Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. I sort of feel like Billy Graham right now. It's decision time. And so folks make a decision to go to hell. No. It's decision. Hey, it's decision time. Are you going to be a climber? A camper? Oh, the camper, say amen. I knew I'd catch you. Always efficient. You're going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter? Everybody say climber. Everybody say climber. Hey, you may get hung up there on the side of that cliff, but God knows how to get you down. You don't think about it. Hey, I'm going to tell you, when you're halfway up that thing, you don't think about camping there. That'd be miserable. The reason some of you folks are miserable is because you, you're on the side of the mountain and you're just camping there. It's a long way down. You're scared to go up and you're scared to go down. And you sure don't want to say, well, you know, I'm halfway. I think I'll just quit. It's a long way to the bottom. You know what? By the grace of God, I'm going to be a climber. Let's raise our hands and worship. Oh, let's thank God for what we just heard. My 